Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, do you have a question, Jason, from our reader? I do from uh, from our friend Butt Pocket on Twitter. <laughs> hey, hey, Butt Pocket, Bass Pro Shop Jones, aka, uh, you're casting a live action King of the Hill film. Which CFB coaches do you cast? Ooh. Okay, so this is basically uh, which college football coaches are which King of the Hill characters, and I've gone ahead and broken this down for us. Uh, first, it's going to be a, a diversion from the the assignment. It's um, Bill Dotrieve. He's Baylor because they both fucked Dan Richards, right? I forgot that about Bill. Wow. Yeah, Bill, Bill had like these random successful romantic encounters, including one with the governor of Texas, who uh, just so happens to be Baylor's best friend. Sergeant Bill. Colonel, I think. He's something. He's something. I okay. thought he was a sergeant barber. He, 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 was the, uh, he, was, he was something like he was the only man who could cut Hank's hair square enough right, or something right. like that. That's right. He was the only man who could achieve the right angles that Hank liked in a hairstyle. So, so speaking of Hank, uh, Hank is, is so Mac Brown it hurts. Um, like the most Texas man alive who is not actually from Texas, if you recall, uh, Hank is actually – he was born in New York City, which is like a source of great shame for him. <laughs> Uh, they're both constantly flustered by modernity. They have they have great reputations. They, the people always say, "Oh, it's a solid man does the right thing," and they've both made good livings off of hot air. If you if you understand my meaning there, don't know. No, I'm with you. I, I got sell it. longhorns okay. and longhorn accessories. You, you, <laughs> you, you get it? Can you um, can you give us Dale Gribble? Dale, that. Okay, so there are two ways to take this one. Um, obviously, Dale Gribble, he's secretive, he's paranoid, conspiracy theorist, uh, uh, moves in the shadows, disguises and aliases. 
What this calls to mind is going to be Kyle Flood, head coach at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's true. Of course, as, as Ryan broke down at EDSPS, is like the worst spy ever. Yep. But there's also an adultery subplot here. His wife is is constantly making him the cuckold, uh, which, sure, that, that that's that's probably too specific. But in general, there's an adultery subplot. And also Dale's voice. That oh, I was gonna go. With, I'm just gonna go with the voice. If, I'm, if you're going where I think you're going, that voice is a pinpoint. It's Bobby Petrino. Mm, yeah, is Dale Gribble? Yeah. Based on the based on the the shadiness, the voice, and the adultery subplot. Those those three factors. Strong. Uh, uh, let's see. Boomhauer. That's Jimbo. They're 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 completely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the completely opposite in in stature, in appearance, in in hair, in everything. But the speech. I mean, the, the only people who can understand them are their best friends, which are Hank Hill and Bud Elliott. Um, and and they're actually really smart. Like like they they like they're sort of drawn to be to appear to not be very smart, but they're both kind of geniuses. I will. Uh, I I really. I'm just going to go one further. Cotton Hill. Did, did you cast Cotton? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we have an incredibly short man. He's incredibly angry all the oh, time. Oh, man. He's kind of old. He's constantly blaming his problems on people who live far away from him. He, uh, he, 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 he racked up numbers a long time ago that are probably inflated. So there, there's really only one option. This, this is Nick Saban. Let's see. Uh, who's Bobby in this situation? I got Dabo Swinney. <laughs> He's always dancing. <laughs> That's my purse. He's uh he's like bafflingly successful at wooing people to join him. Like uh-huh. if you recall, Bobby has like multiple relationships with like middle school girls and like Dabo like at one point had Robert Kimdichi committed. Uh and also there's a nearby older man who's always disapproving of everything he does. Which is either Hank Hill or Steve Spurrier, of course. <laughs> uh, also considered Bronco Mendenhall in here because he might just kick you right in the balls. I don't know you. I don't know, I don't you. know you. Uh, let's see. For for uh, okay, here, here's my here's my personal favorite, Luann. Okay, mm-hmm. this is the uh, the the niece that comes to live with the Hills. So she went from community college to being a TV star. And uh, despite the drawl, she's actually like maybe the smartest character on the show. She's like a brilliant uh, uh, engineer, almost kind of uh, mechanic. And here's the key. She's so fucking lucky that at one point she is pregnant from fucking a character named Lucky. This is Hugh Freeze. (laughs) That's a really, really good call. All right. There's one really hard one that you have to fill out here and that would be peggy hill uh this was the hardest one because uh her character is just sort of they just like threw everything at it right um i just put down gary patterson because he's got a wooden leg i could also i could also see gary patterson like speaking the most broken spanish in the world and like it being a needlessly creative chef who like (laughs) like makes up a dish and and gives it a name and it's just like no this is spaghetti bienvenidos a tcu and like he he famously has huge feet. I am going to suggest something here. Remember, Peggy is kind of a polymath, mm-hmm. right? Or at mm-hmm. least a proclaimed polymath. <laughs> okay, this that still works. Yeah. Okay, 
kind of a proclaimed polymath, okay? Kind of a person who um, Peggy's always kind of out there, right? She's not like Hank is actually sort of more connected with his character, right? Peggy, Peggy has this sort of like she's a little out there, right? Like her great moment is when she goes to get her shoes at the big lady shoe store that's like out in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so kind of out there, kind of a, a self-proclaimed polymath, kind of a so, person. So spend some time in the middle of the desert too. Um, you know, in the nowhere, Texas. I'm thinking Peggy Hill and Mike Leach. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. No. Kind, kind of Got there. the like, exact same hair, might I add. <laughs> that same bouffant yeah. poof up top. Kind of spent, spent some time out in the front terrace, out in, you know, like Lubbock. Square-hipped. And Pullman, right? Yeah. You know, keeps things going. That's mm-hmm. that, that, that to me, and, no matter what's happening. And also kind of, kind of easily duped. Can I can I, and and considers herself knowledgeable, clever, and very physically attractive. Although she has on occasion noted her self consciousness of her very large feet, and more often than not, Peggy's ego will preempt better judgment. This is pretty good. This is one of the best ones, actually. I'm just that's Mike Leach. Uh, we should also mention Hank's boss, Buck Strickland, who is known for <laughs> gambling and drinking. And constantly having to re-recruit Hank, who is like his own, his like his his entire his entire uh, his entire life livelihood depends on being able to recruit Hank in this case. Uh, and he hosts all his business meetings in his bathroom, which to me all this adds up to Barry Switzer. No, it's Switzer. Okay, uh, can I throw one more in? Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Hills neighbor Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, very self-important man, uh, eager to call everyone else stupid, even though his own success is sort of, uh, I guess, in question often. Uh, very thinks a lot of himself, even though his family members don't always. Very brash, oh, man. brash man. I think. This, oh man. I think this is Mark Emmert. Oh. Oh, so you took a left on there with Jason? Where yeah. He was going. What? I have Bob Stoops, especially when you said family members. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because he, he's a mean dick who's right, rich. Right, uh, He's not from around here. <laughs> and he doesn't, and he's always and talking shit about rednecks. And if Hank Hill is Mac, he doesn't, beat, he doesn't beat Hank as much as he thinks he should or does. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he thinks he's got one over on, uh, on the dumb hillbilly. But... Yeah, because here we have this. If I was going to give you my variation on this, okay? Which would be um, a guy with a son who actually like doesn't live with him anymore, right? <laughs> and is taken care of by somebody else, like a son, like a, a like in this case, a coaching via philosophical son, right? Um, kind of, kind of, you know, regarded as like sexy in terms of his, you know, position, right? Uh, let's see. Probably in a band. He's probably been in a band a couple of times, right? Drives a Jeep Wrangler, correct? Kind of, you know, like irresistible. Sort of massages his way to victory. Uh, Generally regarded as, you know, like like sort of this guy who's like, man, I don't know what's up with him, but, you know, he seems cool. And that would be Kevin Sumlin as John Redcorn. I had either Cliff or Sumlin for him, actually. Well, his son is Cliff. Cliff is his son, right? Okay. So Cliff is Joseph. Yes, Cliff is Joseph. Who's got like the same kind of charisma, right? Right. 
but was actually, you know, like also like wow, that lines up really well. Also, like like raised under Mike Leach too, right? <laughs> <laughs> but 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 too close to Hank to uh, to actually to actually use his full native healing powers on Mike Leach. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I can't heal you like I heal other women. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. That's Kevin Sumlin, man. Because like John Red, John Redcord and Kevin Sumlin both have that air of mystery, right? You're like, man, like Kevin Sumlin's probably one of those guys. He's like, yeah, you know, I climbed Mount Everest, and then he never talks about it again. It's like John Redcorn, The way they'd always draw him would be like he's just standing there, and then the wind starts blowing his hair. Like <laughs> that happens with Sumlin too. He doesn't even have really hair. He wears a visor, but just like. The sun glints off his visor, and it's like, what? How'd that happen? It's at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, exactly. That's probably like how Kevin Sumlin gets like you know advantages in contract negotiations. He just goes and stands by the window, and they're like, dude, that guy looks real chill. Let's give him some more money. <laughs> Wouldn't you like some more money? <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, it's Texas. Everybody else is like, ah, fuck you, bastard. Yeah, I'll take your ass out and beat you. And someone's like, I'm going to get a bottle of water over here. And they're like, look at that dude. He's so chill. Let's just Did give him some the money. way he said that? Let's just give him some money. 